Thank you for it. We praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. In November, I'm going to uh, uh, Alabama, and, and I'm going to preach in a church, but one of the meetings that we're going to have in the morning, we're, we're going to teach pastors. And uh, it may be 30 pastors that will, and their wives that will att uh, attend this meeting, and they can't get it across. They don't understand what we're talking about the Pauline revelation and who you are. They say it's hard to understand. I said, well, same thing Peter said. Peter said it's hard to understand. But he, he, the thing that, that bothers them is they, they do not understand the new birth. The new birth, when you got born again, you got everything God's got. <laughs> they, don't like, they don't understand that. They say, they'll tell me, well, Abraham had the God kind of faith. He operated in the God kind of faith. No, he didn't. He wasn't even saved. They don't know the new birth. They don't know. See, Kenneth Irwin Hagen, Brother Hagen has said for years, use your faith. Use your faith. You have the God kind of faith. They hear what they want to hear. See, and want to copy something that, that, that uh, they think they heard. You know, and Abraham being an example. Do you know, let me tell you something. I don't care who it is. If he's just a little one-eyed uh, 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 Japanese boy, you can learn something off of him. Amen. We're not so ignorant that we can't learn no matter who it is. Right. Hallelujah. Abraham operated in faith, but his natural human faith, human faith, just natural faith, the God kind of faith, special faith, all of it works the same identical way. Faith is a law. It makes no difference. See, well, hallelujah. I'm going to basically teach them what I'm going to teach tonight. Praise God. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, God has something on the inside of him that it makes him different than any kind of a being in the whole world. Ain't nothing like him. Would you agree to that? Amen. All right. In him is life. See? So he has a substance in him that makes him God. If he don't have this stuff in him, he ain't God. So he said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness and let's build into them what's in us. Let's give him the life. Let's give him the nature. Let's build into him dominion. Let's give him the very substance of Almighty God. So he made man, picked him up, and breathed into him the breath of life. Hallelujah. He became a living being. Hallelujah. He was a mud man, and he turned mud into a human being with the life and nature of God. Hallelujah. If you get this life and nature of God on a cancer, I'll tell you what it'll do. It'll turn, it won't turn it into mud. It'll annihilate it, bless God. Hallelujah. 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 So, in God is life. Now, when we get over into the New Testament, it's called eternal life. And see what we did we translated eternal life in our thinking as living forever. 
We're going to live forever with the Lord. Well, thank God that's true if you're born again. But a sinner's going to live forever too. He's going to live in one place. We're going to live in another. But, hallelujah, hallelujah. It, in, in the uh, New Testament, it's the word zoe, meaning the life and nature of God. Anyway, this life of God that God has, it is absolute life. Now, see if you can understand that. It's absolute. That means there's no drop of any darkness in it. There's no drop, not one drop of failure in it. There's not one drop of doubt in it. See, that's what, that, that, that's what gives people problems. Said, well, how come I doubt? Because you have a head that has not been renewed to think like what God has on the inside of him and placed on the inside of you. See, we translate over in the New Testament, we say, uh, believe in your heart. And we count the heart as being just the spirit. And the heart is the total inward man, the spirit and soul. See, a lot of times, like he said, and shall not doubt in his heart, he's talking about your total inward man. That includes your soul, your thinking. See, you can doubt in your thinking and still have faith in your spirit. See, praise God, praise God. See, your soulless realm, that's what God said, you must get, get it renewed where you can think like him. So, when God made man, he said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness and let's build into him dominion. Let's give him absolute life. Do you know Satan couldn't do anything with him? There ain't nothing he could do with him. I mean, he knew what to do. He knew what to do when the evil one come. He already had dominion. He already knew. You know, when the Lord asked him, said, what's happened? Adam said, that woman. Yeah. Well, good. You know, you can blame it on whoever you want to, but he didn't take his authority. And I don't doubt a lot of times it is that woman. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So God made man in his image and in his likeness and told him uh, uh, of every tree of the garden, said, I'm setting something before you. The tree of life and death. Choose ye life. You can have it. I'm, I'm letting you have a free will. And he partake willfully committing high treason and, and he eat of the tree of, of the knowledge of good and evil. And he said, in that day you eat of that, you shall surely die. And the day he eat of it, he died. And that's what happened to him. Now, see, a lot of people don't understand this. Now, this fella, this fella, uh, uh, Although he was born the son of God, had the life of God in him, now something's transformed him into something else. He has got a monkey on his back and he can't get him off. He don't know what to do. He's got something on his back. It's called the devil. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And he's got a monkey on his back and he can't get him off. It ain't nothing he can do. Romans 5, 12 said, Wherefore, as by one man, Adam, sin entered into the world and death. So a condition came. In Ephesians 2, he calls it a nature. 
said, you were by nature the children of wrath. We were by nature the children of the devil. See, it ain't but two natures, not a human nature and, and, and a devil nature. and a, It's a de demonic nature or a satanic nature or the nature of the life and nature of God. There ain't but two natures. So either you must be born again. Why must you be born again? Where you can have God's life and God's nature. The number one reason for the Lord coming was to bring you life. Zoe, the nature of God. See, a lot of folks say, well, he, he was the way where we can go to God. Well, thank God for that. He's the way we can go to heaven. Thank God for that. He's the way that, 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 that we can live with God throughout eternity. Thank God for that. Yes, that's right. But the number one reason that Jesus came, he said, I am come, the great I am come, is that you might have this life and have it in abundance. Have it overflowing in you. Amen. What kind of life is this? This is absolute life. So, like the Lord told Nicodemus, said, Nicky, you must be born again. How am I going to be born again? Enter back into my mother's womb? No. He said, if you don't understand this and you're a teacher of Israel, how is any of the lay people going to understand anything? Well, it's the same way today. The body of Christ knows no more about why Jesus came than, than, than they know about Mars. Do you know that? They have no idea why the Lord came. They think he came that we can go to heaven. Oh, where are you going to spend eternity? And that's all they base it on. And every sermon is based around something about eternity and uh, receiving Jesus Christ and going to heaven. Hallelujah. Where are you going to spend eternity? Will you be with your loved ones? All this kind of stuff. Oh, you're not going to, oh, it's a, Terrible thing to go to hell. Oh, we need to shun hell and make heaven. And, that, and, and that's basically what people teach. Instead of teaching, bless God, today you can have some heaven on the inside of you. You can have some absolute life. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So, blessed be God. Blessed be God, hallelujah. In the beginning, God created man. Created him in his image and in his likeness. The first son of God was named Adam. Adam failed, committed high treason. He died spiritually. So it took a while, but God got another Adam into the world. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me put, put it like this. Adam 1 and Adam 2. Adam 1 and Adam 2. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Why did you come? I've come that you can have this life. All right? In John 1, 4, he said, In him was life, in him. See, the same thing was in Adam. See, a lot of people can't identify with the Lord. That's why I put Adam up here where you can understand. Bless God, Adam wasn't nothing but a man. Jesus was a man only and still is a man. One mediator between God and man, the man. We quote John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. World, for God so loved the world. These folks here, 
that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him and received him should have what? Everlasting life. Have this kind of life in him. See, now he's got a nature. This nature is a substance. It is a tangible, transmittable substance. It is the substance which makes God, God. Now it makes God's people, God people. It makes us God men, God women. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now if you can get this activated on the inside of you, how do you do that? Quoting the word of God. Quote the word of God. Say what God said about it. Say I got to lie. I got his nature. I got his ability. I don't say, oh me, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Oh me, it's a terrible way to live, you know. You know, I, I, I used to feel so sorry for Christians before I got saved. Poor things, head long as a Shetland pony. You know, always sad. Always down and out. Preachers come by my store. Brother Sutherland, hey, when they put the brother on me, I knew they was fixing to put the pull on me. Brother Sutherland. And me sitting up there drinking wine. See. So, in him, in Adam, in Christ. One man named Adam got us in trouble. One man named Jesus got us out of trouble. One man caused the fall. One man caused the resurrection. Hallelujah. Do you know you got resurrection life on the inside of you? The life that raised Christ from the dead's in you. You already been raised. You've been raised out of death. You've been raised out of sickness. Hallelujah. So, John 5, 26 says, As the Father has absolute life in him, so has he given the Son, or the sons, to have life in himself. See, as the Father hath life in himself, so has he given the Son to have life in himself. John 10, 10, I am come. Why did you come? I am come that you might have this life and have it in overflowing abundance. Where will it overflow? It'll overflow and get out in your hide. It'll get out in your clothes. It'll get out in your hands and you'll lay them on somebody and transmit God into them. You know, running around with Dr. Summerall, I learned some things. I seen him lay hands on somebody and he'd say, be saved. I thought, my Lord, that ain't, can't work. That ain't right. How do, what does he think he's doing? I said, the old man don't even know how to pray with somebody to get saved. He'd say, be saved. And I'd wait, you know. I finally got bold enough, I'd wait and let him get on about 20 yards down the line. I'd go behind him and pray with them, see if they could get the Holy Ghost. And every one of them got the Holy Ghost. You can't get the Holy Ghost unless you save. And I said, Lord, I don't understand it. How come they, they, he ain't prayed with nobody. See, the old man knew who he was. See, he knew something. He knew he transmitted God's life. He's God's spokesman. He's his ambassador. Be saved. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. So, as the Father hath life in himself, so is he given the Son to have life in himself. Now this life is a tangible substance. Say substance. substance. Say substance. substance. Zoe. Zoe. 
Zoe is a substance. It is the substance of God. <laughs> it's the same thing that makes God God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So, in God's nature is a substance called Zoe. In God's nature is a substance called faith. God's faith God. God's love. God's peace, God's joy, God's long-suffering. See, God, God's gentleness. Turn with me, if you will, to Hebrews, the first chapter. Uh, uh, Hebrews, the 11th chapter. Hebrews 11, 1. Now, faith's a substance. Faith is a substance of Almighty God. It is part, it is a part of God's nature. You can't help it, you're a believer. A friend of mine called today and he said, I heard one of your buddies teach another day and said he was talking about being a believer said, if you just would believe and just uh, uh, exercise your faith and believe and all that. And uh, he said, he didn't know I'd already heard you. You're already a believer. That's a freak. A freak. You know what a freak is? A schizophrenic or somebody. Here's a guy that God made. Here's a, guy, here's a guy that God created, a God-created faith man, a God-created Zoe man, a God-created life and nature of God man, but he's over here, he can't do nothing. He needs to get something else. He's got to confess it in. See, he's got to say it long enough till it registers on him. See, the reason I say something because it's already ours. I find out what I have, then I say it. I don't say it trying to get it to become real. It's already real whether you ever get it or not. It's real. The life and nature of God is in you just like in Christ. Hallelujah. So now faith is a substance. Zoe is a substance. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now we have a man named Abraham. Turn with me to the fourth chapter of the book of Romans. Look at the 12th verse. And the father of circumcision to them which are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of Abraham, which, which he being yet uncircumcised. Now, do you know it's all right to copy someone that does something right? Huh? Abraham's not a born-again man. Here he is. He does not have the God kind of faith. But look what a miraculous thing he did. He operated in faith with a spiritually dead nature so much, God just counted the old boy, added it up, and said, you're a righteous boy. 
He wasn't even righteous. He wasn't born again. He wasn't saved. He didn't have the life and nature of God. But he operated in such kind of faith. He just believed God, just, just on pure uh, uh, guts. Now, God showed him some things. You know, he showed him the fire of God walked down between the, the cattle when he cut covenant. He showed him some supernatural things. And uh, I know that helped him. You know, ain't nothing wrong with seeing things to help you in your faith. Huh? If you don't ever see anything, then something's wrong with your faith. Because faith will bring it into the seeing realm. All right, the 17th verse. It said, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, before him who, whom he believed, even God. See, he believed God. Who uh, quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. That's God that does that. So Abraham copied God and started doing the same thing. Now, he's smart enough to do what God done. Isn't that right? My margin said, like unto God, like unto God. What do you mean? He started calling those things. He started saying, I am a father of many nations. Well, he's old. He's 100 years old. He ain't never had, he can't have children. He's past age. And Sarah ain't never could, never would. Past age, time of her life, everything's gone. See, now he knows all this, but when all hope, See, he has no hope. He has no faith. He don't, have, he don't have nothing to go on but what God said. And because he believed God, God counts it up. He said it, he imputed it to him. That's an accounting term. He added up. Well, look at this old boy done this. Look what he done. Look how he acted. Look what he said. Look at that. That's old righteous Abraham. We'll just add it up. Now, if this will work for a man that ain't even born again, what will it do if a man's got the God kind of faith? What if I lay hands on a man that's got the God kind of faith and this God kind of faith and God kind of faith meet? See, Jesus had to operate out here and heal people out here. See, but now we've got something on the inside of us called the healer. Any of y'all believe any of this? Amen. <coughs> 18th verse. <coughs> Excuse me. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. <coughs> and being not weak in faith, he considered not. See, now listen to me. There's nothing wrong with teaching Abrahamic faith. It worked. Faith in every area works. It's a law. If it'll work for this guy right here that's not even born again, what will it do to a man that's got the God kind of faith? Not natural faith, but God faith. He's got God's substance. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Romans 3.27 said God, uh, uh, faith is a law. So law works every time. Amen. All right, the 21st verse said, Abraham staggered not the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform. See, 
Praise God, hallelujah. 22nd verse, therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. See, that old boy's righteous, ain't he? Now that word righteous there means in right standing with Almighty God. Hallelujah. Well, let me tell you something. Jesus was made sin for us who knew no sin that you could be made the very holiness and righteousness of God. Abraham wasn't in your class. He says things like this. Jesus said, they long to see our day. They long to see our day. He said, he lists over there in the Hebrew, in the Faith Hall of Fame, he said this guy, Abraham, he lists Moses, he lists Barak, he lists uh, Rahab, he just lists them all. Sarah, Abraham, lists the whole uh, Faith Hall of Fame. And he said, all these died without the promise. They didn't receive the promise. What was the promise? That you could have the spirit of the living God on the inside of you. They never received the new birth. They looked forward to it. Abraham said, I'm looking for a city. I know it's right. I know what God said. Oh my God, hallelujah, I'm gonna trust God. That's called faith. That's how you exercise your faith. Do what Abraham did. Hallelujah. Yeah, but he ain't got our kind of faith. It don't make any difference. It all works the same way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to 1 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. Now remember this guy. Leave him over here. It's Abraham. Leave that guy over and call him the one with the issue of blood. Did she get healed? Jesus said her faith got it, got it done. Centurion, he's in the same shape. There is not the first one to ever be born again was the Lord Jesus Christ. Is that right? No one could get born again till after the resurrection. So he's the firstborn of many brothers. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 6, 17. Someone read it. Out loud. Is how many spirits? Well, Big John 15 and 5 said, He's the vine and you're the branch. So whatever's in him's in you. So now listen to me. Now we're we're really talking about faith tonight, not just the life of God. Now in the Lord Jesus Christ, you don't think that he had to stop and figure up one day, said, well, let me go pray, let me go fast or something. No, he knew who he was and he knew he had the life of God. He would say things like, when you've seen me, big boy, you've seen the Father. It's not me doing the works, but it's the Father in me doing the works. As I have been sent, so send I you. You've got the same life, same nature. You go lay hand. These are jumper cables to cause something to happen, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, in you is one spirit. Let's read that out loud again together. But he that's joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Let's read it again. But he that's joined in the Lord is one spirit. 
The Holy Spirit does not live in your spirit. There has been a union. There has been a takeover. And the bigger took over the little. And it's no longer I that lives, but it's the Messiah living on the inside of me. See, it's something different about this. We're not trying to imitate him. We've got something over here, bless God, that exceeds anything that he can even think about. He that's joined to the Lord, one spirit. Turn with me to Galatians, the fifth chapter. Well, I've got the spirit of the Lord. And he lives in my spirit. And then I've got the spirit of Christ. I've heard people talk all this. The spirit of Christ. And then I've got the Holy Spirit. One preacher I heard talking about said, you know it's the difference between the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. It is. What's the difference your spirit and the Holy Spirit? None. The Bible just said they're one. Are you not the temple where God lives? Now, you used to have a spirit in there, but when you got born again, you were annihilated. Your spirit left. He totally annihilated the thing. Brother Hagin said he's been annihilated. He's gone. You do not have a spirit in you, a human spirit. You have one spirit. It's joined together. You cannot separate you from God. Whatever's in God, he's the vine, you are the branch. I have his life, his nature, his ability. Praise God. Galatians 5. Here's a big controversy, and uh, uh, they fight over this all the time. 22nd verse. But the fruit of the Spirit. They said, well... Now that has been capitalized like it's the Holy Spirit and said that means the human spirit. Well, what difference does it make if it's the human spirit or the Holy Spirit if you're one? Huh? Is that right? What difference does it make if it's little, big, small, or tall? What difference does it make? If you're one spirit with the Lord, you're not two spirits. You cannot separate you from God. You ever read where he said nothing can separate you from the love of God? Nothing can. Well, let's see what's in this spirit. But the fruit of the spirit is love. Do you have love in you? Yes. Romans 5, 5 said the love of God shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. You have joy. Why, sure you do. Peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Faith, what do you mean? Faith is a substance. What kind of substance? It is the substance that's in God. That's part of God's nature. Well, how come this old boy? Well, that's why he's done such an outstanding job. When he had no hope, when all hope was gone, he had hope. See what an outstanding thing Abraham done? Man, he said, he looked up and said, man, I'm a father of many nations. I'm going to have many children as I see stars. 
Now someone said, yeah, someone must have hit you on the button. Boy, you sins. So, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, I want to center up on that one thing, faith. I've heard people try to explain it every kind of way in the world, but let me tell you something. It does not make any difference how you explain it because God's nature is love. God's nature is faith. How does this faith work? Faith worketh by love. Well, oh man, I need more love. You ever heard, I've heard preachers say, here's what we need. We need a baptism of love. You do. You need to get born again then. You need to know how to use what we have. See, if we understand we've got the faith of Almighty God, the problem is we need to know how to use it. And you know what? We done found out how to use it. I put the word in my mouth. I act accordingly. Bless God. It don't make any difference. It don't make any difference if the whole world bucks. Bless God. It's a law and it works every time. It can highly up every preacher and every devil going. You know, Brother Hagin's got a little old book, Write Your Own Ticket with God. You ever read it? Say it, believe it. Don't doubt it and receive it. And guess what? It works for Brother Hagin. But folks try it and say, well, that don't work for me. You know why it don't work for me? Because you don't know I got the life. Brother Hagin continues to tell folks, use your faith. You have the God kind of faith. He, he, he continually confesses this on a daily basis. He says, I get up every day and said, I've got a measure of the God kind of faith that built the world. Amen. See, and I teach faith people this, and well, that ain't the way we believe it. Yeah. Well, I can't help it. You know, you can leave your roots. You know, Brother Hagin said something at, at back in the 70s one time. He said, if you learn what I know, you'll go further than I did. But if you don't learn what I, I know, all you'll do is try to copy me. Amen. Well, I don't want to be a carbon copy of nobody but Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't even want to be a carbon copy of Paul. That Pauline revelation ain't his no more. I got as much in it as he does now. I can see it. I, sometimes I can see it so much, I want to just jump up and just go to screaming. I seen an old boy one time... Uh, 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 I forget what, the man with the golden horn. And uh, uh, what's his name, that fella? Kurt Douglas has that in his chin right there. And he, 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 he got to playing that thing, and he wanted to reach that other note, and one time he was playing, and he just playing, and he said, Bleh! and just blowed that thing just all. Sometimes I just want to say, Bleh! I understand, I understand. Why can't people understand this? It seems simple to me. Hallelujah. What is this thing? It's Christ in you, full of faith. If Christ is in you, is he full of faith? Did the woman with issue of blood exercise faith? What kind? Natural human. Was she saved? No. The centurion? No. The nobleman came? No. The Syrophoenician woman said, your faith is, will cause your daughter to be healed. What kind of faith she have? Natural human faith. How much more shall they that have the life and the nature of God exercise what they have and receive every time? See, when you got born again, you got the whole package, folks. You didn't get you a little shot of this thing. Well, I got a little dab of it. 
Man, when I learn enough, Galatians 2.20, I live by the faith of the Son of God. See, I'm living by His faith. I'm living by His nature. I'm living by what's in Him. Praise God. Praise God. I ain't got no notes. I'm just kind of scattering, just looking. Look in the third chapter of Galatians. Third chapter, 23rd verse. It said, Before faith came, we were shut up under the law, shut up under, under the faith, which should afterwards be revealed. See, it's going to be revealed. Faith's going to be revealed. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ that we might be justified by faith. But after that faith has come, how many of you know faith's done come? When did it come? It come when you were saved. Uh, by grace was you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, the gift of God. Faith's come. Hallelujah. If it's come, I can get it. Whatever God's got, I can get it. How come? By faith. Faith has come. See, praise God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Twenty-seventh verse. For as many as you have been baptized into Christ have put on the anointed one. You, whatever he is, he is, you are. Do you know what the new birth does? It makes you everything that, that God wants you to be. The new birth makes you everything that Christ is. As he is, so are you in this world. Now, do you know in the original text, Greek text, there was no periods, no commas, no capitals, any of that. It's just straight letters. 29th verse. And if you be Christ, see that comma apostrophe, that comma at, at apostrophe should not be in there. He's saying right here, if you be anointed ones. If you be anointed ones, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to everything God promised him. See, we got double indemnity. We got it on that side and we got it on Jesus' side. Hallelujah. 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 See, glory to God. We got it on the Abrahamic side and we got it on the Jesus' side. Hallelujah. Jesus brought the spiritual side of it, but uh, uh, Abraham, he got the financial end of it. And the physical blessing and children and all this and lands and all kind of things, just the outward blessings. We got the outward blessings, but bless God, we got the spiritual blessings. You can know your God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 So, it's no longer I that lives. Who is it? It's Christ. It's the anointed one. Where is he at? He's living on the inside of you. Well, he that's joined to the Lord is what? One spirit. So, do you believe God's got any faith? Well, how did he use it? And God said, 
The Holy Spirit hovered over the whole thing. There was a mass. And then God said, and the Holy Spirit created it. You want it created? Do you know he said, I'll create the fruit of your lips? Put God's word in your mouth. He'll create that thing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. 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 You getting anything out of this? You about ready to get saved again? Brother Hagin, you know Brother Hagin said, when you catch old to who you are in Christ, it'll be like you getting born again again. You know, he's taught this stuff. He's got a book on faith, seven, seven steps, highest type of faith. This is just the fifth step. We was teaching up there at Raymond, had them to raise their hands out of the kids, all the kids up there. How many of you know what Zoe is? How many of you know what eternal life? Out of all of them, two raised their hand. I had them stand up, what is it? One of them said it's going to heaven, the other one said it's something else, the love of God. None of them knew. Five years ago, Brother Hagin was teaching it in the school. See, if you don't watch, you let this stuff slip. See, that's why you got to major this all the time. You got you to get a hold of what God has made us. See, God wants you to know that you got everything that it takes for life and godliness. I mean, bless God, you're an unlimited entity. Praise God, hallelujah. Ain't no devil can stop you. He's under our feet. See if we got any devils. Big devil. Big bad devil. He's under our feet. In him was life, and this life was the light of man. And this light shineth in darkness, and the darkness could not expel it. Ain't nothing they can do with it. It ain't nothing. They can't handle it. Them devils can't handle this light. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, Peter got in jail one time, and the angel broke him out of jail. And in and, and, and Acts 5:20, he said, Go stand in a temple and preach every bit of this word that you know about Zoe. And we, try, we thought he was talking about getting to go to heaven. See, instead of teaching about what you are. You, folks, you won't need faith in heaven. You ain't going to need healing in heaven. You ain't going to need no money in heaven. You ain't going to need to believe God for nothing in heaven. Now's the when we need it. Amen. Well, God gave you everything you need to handle it. Amen. Well, glory. You get anything out of this tonight? See how important them paper dolls are? You can learn more off in paper dolls in five minutes than you can in 14 sermons. What did that boy call yesterday?